Good morning. morning. And Merry Christmas. Christmas. And all the stress and all the hurry and all the fuss, it's finally a beautiful day inside and out to settle down and love the day and love the meaning of Christmas. So I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you may be. Please join with me in the call to worship found in your bulletin. In the darkness before dawn, the morning stars witnessed a birth. And that joyful sound still floats across the ocean deep. It reaches Glory to God in the highest. For the Christ, the Savior is born. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace and goodwill to all. Let us pray. God of love and light, we gather here today in our sanctuary, your place of grace and peace, to offer you thanks for the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. On this day, we celebrate this wonderful gift and ask you to be here with us in this moment as we share in the joy and hope that comes from worshiping you. All this we pray in Jesus' name, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power, and glory forever. Amen. And good morning again. How wonderful for us to be able to be together um, this morning. Uh, A lot of us were together last night. A lot of us were together last night. Um, We had uh, wonderful, all of you who were there at at 5 o'clock. It was just jam, jam, jam packed. Um, First time, obviously, in like three years or so. Um, that has been the case, and then uh, a beautiful service again at, at 10 p.m., and then, um, and then we have the true believers here this morning. Just kidding, for everybody on live stream, just kidding, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but it really is great to be here. Um, and and uh, uh, because we are together on Christmas morning, I just wanted to, to take a, a moment to, to thank people who are here um, thank you who are here. Um, I want to say thank you to, to my family who is here, our kids. Um, we have Scott who's home from Hawaii. We have Aaliyah who's home from London and, um, and then from Southport, directly from Southport, Parker and Audra. Um, and thank you so much for assisting. You know, it's, a, it's really, it's a beautiful thing. It's a very, very special um, Special thing to be able to, right? Thank you. Right? It's that kind of morning. It is. 
Um, and I also want to, along those lines, uh, want to thank and say God bless and thank you to Chrissy Gould, um, who is a, a good friend and a church member um, and a doctor um, for putting stitches into Parker's thumb this morning before church um, so, so that Parker can be here. So thank you, Chrissy. Um, it's really wonderful. And then also to, to Zachary and to Mark uh, for being here as our musicians, and to Shannon and Bo and Scott and Maggie Cruz for all being here again this morning after it's only been a few hours since last night. Um, and then Roseanne and Sydney for getting everything set up this morning, and Pam Poling, um, who's here, and our deacons, um, Annie and, and Jeffrey. Um, absolutely, absolutely beautiful. So, and then just to make note, so you just read the bulletins very, you know, very carefully. There's a couple things that are coming up, but I just do want to say, and I don't think it applies to anybody here, but I know that we're not having uh, childcare this morning, so we're just going to cozy up as a, as a family. Um, good to see the whites again this morning. And, um, and then I will just, just highlight that on January 15th, starting on January 15th, we are going to have some really interesting second hour programs coming up. From, uh, from David Stewart and from Julianne Center. Julianne Center is our student minister. Dave Stewart is a church member. He's also our moderator. He began, um, just, just retired from his law practice, and he began uh, his studies at Yale Divinity School. And so we're going to be hearing from both of them, uh, and they're going to be sharing their, their wisdom and what they uh, are learning at seminary in relation to the Bible and Bible study and... and their whole path and how that whole thing goes. So um, with that, I'm gonna invite Laura to get us going here on a very, very special morning. Okay, just because we only get to do it every once in a while, I gotta just say Merry Christmas to you all on a beautiful day. Um, say, uh, John started his gospel with some really interesting words. He wrote, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men and women. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And that really is the crux of what Christmas is all about, that God came to earth in the form of a human to live and to suffer and to die as we do as humans. And it's really interesting that John chose to call Jesus the Word because it really is through Jesus' words and through his wisdom and through his physical presence, through the actions and the choices that he made, that he revealed God to the world and he is still called the Living Word because his words are still revealing God to us today. So when we hear and receive the word, or as we call it, scripture, we're not just hearing random words or a cute story. We're actually receiving something of the direct spirit, the essence, the presence and power of Jesus himself. So this morning, as we share and receive the words we are doing it in the form of Christmas from A to Z. So um, when I was putting together this service, it took some creative thought to um, figure out how to put it chronological in alphabetical order. So um, you're going to enjoy some of the letters and what they stand for as we go along. Um, some may seem a little bit of a stretch, but, but go with us on this one. So we begin our alphabet with the letter A, and A is for the Annunciation. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a young girl betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Hail, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled by this saying and considered in her mind what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. 
And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, and he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How shall this be, since I have no husband? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your kinswoman Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. and went with haste into the hill country to a city of Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the babe leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you, young woman, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the voice of your greeting came to my ears, the babe in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. C is for the child who came before. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately, his mouth was opened and his tongue was loosed. And he began to speak, praising God. The neighbors were all filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all of these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the desert until he appeared publicly to Israel and began preaching about the coming of the Messiah.
is for do not be afraid. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary for your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. E is for Emmanuel. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took Mary as his wife, but knew her not until she had borne a son. And he, called, and he called his name Jesus. And F is for family census. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be enrolled. And this was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be enrolled, each to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which was called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. G is for the greatest gift. And while they were there, the time came for her to be delivered. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. H is for the herald angels. And in that region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you on this day, uh, born on this day, in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among all with whom he is pleased.
I is for immediate action. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw this, they made known the saying which had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at the, wondered at the shepherds, at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. J is for joy. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. Though they were the watchers of the flocks and keepers of the lambs, they knew that Jesus was keeper of God's flock and that he was the true shepherd. K is for King Herod and the wise men. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem to Herod asking, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. And L is for the land of Judah. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. And assembling all of the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least of the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will govern my people Israel. And then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. Thank you. 
N is for night star. When they had heard the king, they went their way. And lo, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came to rest over a place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. And they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I can't think of a better segue into uh, the offering than that. <laughs> opening, opening their treasures, they gave him gifts. And I think, you know, what do we think of when we think of, of Christmas? Obviously, the birth of, of Christ. We think of joy. We think of getting together with family. Um, think of the manger scene. And, um, and we think about giving. And not just the wise men, certainly, of giving gifts to Christ, but all that Christ gave. And somehow, more than amazingly, is still giving after 2,000 years. I don't know how anyone can possibly do that, can have such a life that not only gives while he's living, but then keeps giving and keeps inspiring and keeps motivating and keeps uplifting and keeps calming. It's something that is truly, truly sacred. And all of the giving and motivation that comes through that, where we care for people who are homeless, we care for people who are abandoned, and, and women and their families who have been abused, we care for people who don't have enough clothing, enough food, all of this and so much more. And it all comes from Christ. So with our loving hearts, open, touched, motivated, uplifted. Our offering will now be received and then shared once again.
join together in our unison prayer of dedication. O Lord, the gifts we share today come from hearts filled with love and appreciation. And with these gifts and with our spirits, we rededicate our lives to your love and to your service. Receive our gifts and our spirits as they are intended in gratitude, thanksgiving, and devotion. Amen. Please be seated. And uh, then we have actually P and Q are together, except Q is going to go a little bit before P here, because we want to be able to have um, a little time for some quiet reflection um, and to offer our own prayers before God, um, prayers of, of people who we know and love, prayers for people in the congregation, prayers for people in the world. Um, and, and as we do, I would just invite you to please keep a, a few people in our prayers. Uh, Mary Martha Schertz, who is still uh, recovering, recuperating. Um, she wouldn't mind me saying, but she's, she's 90 plus years old. She had a hip uh, replacement um, about four weeks ago, and it's, it's a long recovery. So if we can keep her in our prayers, and also um, Jennifer O'Neill's mom, who's Judy Hames, um, she broke her leg, she broke her femur um, on Christmas Eve day, and um, it's obviously a, a, a big break, and she had to have an operation, and she's recovering. Um, Parker Rogers, who is recovering from some surgery he had a couple of days ago, and for all those who are undergoing continuing treatment um, for various kinds of, of cancer. We can uplift and embrace and enfold all of these folks and people on your hearts in prayer. Let's pray. God of the fullness of life in all of its forms, abundant joy at times, active hope at times, love in various ways all the time, stillness, and true peace, the kind of peace that the world knows, and a peace beyond, a peace deeper and richer and fuller, an anchor. We come to you this day with our full selves. Expectant, exuberant, Coming together as a family, as a church family, giving our lives to you, giving this moment, this time to you, to your living spirit, to Christmas, Emmanuel, God with us. And it's been quite a journey to get here, God. It's been a lot of preparations rushing, whirling through our days to get us to this point. So help us now to pause and open our hearts wide, open our eyes fully, to recognize your presence in this place, in our hearts, in our lives, in the lives and faces of those who surround us, immediately and in all walks of our life. Help us to see you, to 
recognize you, not just in thought, but with our actions, in the tired faces that we see, in the hungry faces. Help us to see your face and to give our love in the face of that crying child or the shivering Salvation Army volunteer or the soldier or in that faceless civilian in the war-torn zone. God, help us to see you and to respond to you in the least of these, in all of these. And keep us mindful that while our hands might be wrapping or opening presents, baking, eating cookies, preparing a meal, providing for our daily bread, that your hands are there in all of this to guide our hands, that your spirit is here in all of this to strengthen our spirit, that your presence is here to guide us as a light in the midst of any darkness that we may face. May you shine your light, may we receive your light, May you continue to direct our lives so that we might make some constructive difference in the life of someone who may be lost, or that we might offer a helping hand to someone who is down, or hold the hand of someone who is alone, or grieving, or in despair. And finally, may you unlock and free our souls, God, so that we might laugh and smile with uninhibited joy and freedom, complete freedom in the pleasure of the life that you offer as we receive and cherish and savor your gift of life itself every moment. For we know that these are the gifts of Christmas, God. You reaching out, us reaching out, you reaching in, us reaching in, and offering our very best to you and to the world and to those we love. And as you have blessed us in our preparations, may you continue to bless us still this day and the next and the next and the next. As we thank you, as we love you, as we serve you. In the spirit of Christ our Lord, this we pray. Amen.
is for retreat to Egypt. Now when the wise men had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. That was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, out of Egypt I have called my son. S is for safe again. But when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Rise and take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. And he rose and took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus reigned over Judea in place of his father, King Herod, Joseph was afraid to go there. And being warned in a dream, he withdrew to, with his family to the district of Galilee. And he went and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that what was spoken by the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. And for years, Jesus lived and learned and worked. And at the age of 30, he began his ministry. T is for the truth of Jesus's purpose. When Jesus was with his disciples in the upper room, sharing what became the Lost Supper, after dinner, he told them of the upcoming betrayal, then gave them the new commandment saying, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And then Jesus predicted Peter's betrayal. Clearly his disciples were upset with all he said, so he spoke with his disciples to help them understand the truth of his purpose for coming and living among the people of the world. When he talked of his impending death, the disciples became confused and sad. So Jesus said to them, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And when I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. Henceforth, you know God and have seen God. You is for understanding our calling. Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that a person lays down their life for their friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. This I command you, to love one another. V is for victory of the cross. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. 
There you will see him. Lo, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Hail. And they came up and took off, uh, and they came up and took off of his feet and worshiped him, hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. X is for Cairo. One of the most common symbols in Christian art is the Cairo. It is created by superimposing the first two letters, X and P, of the Greek word for Christ. The X is actually the Greek letter for Chi, and the P is the Greek letter for Rho. This monogram, also called the Christogram, was created by Emperor Constantine when he saw it in a vision. He then believed that it was this, uh, he then believed that this sign was one of salvation. Why is for you and me? Again, Joseph, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Nor do you light a lamp and put it under a bushel, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. Let your light so shine before all, that they may see your good works and give glory to God who is in heaven. And this brings us to Z. Z is for zeal and joy and hope and love. And so as Christ is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, everything from A to Z and more, we join together on this Christmas day to celebrate the simple fact that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So as we go out on this Christmas day, we carry in our hearts God's greatest gift of all, the gift of Jesus the Christ. And this is a gift to be shared, to tell the world about, and to celebrate.
handle going out. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> one by one. <laughs> Do you know why? 